and welcome to Our Health Matters, the podcast of the San Jose Silicon Valley NAACP, where we talk about topics that relate to health and fitness in the community. I thank all of you who are listening. So let's get down to it, okay? My name is James A. Staten. I am the health chair of the San Jose Silicon Valley NAACP. Our goal is to keep you educated and informed about health and fitness, as well as what's going on with our health care system. The NAACP is one of the oldest and most prominent civil rights organizations in the country. And we believe that access to quality health care is a basic human right. Today we will talk about the census and how it relates to health care. Our guest today is Monica Tong of the Santa Clara County Office of the Census. How are you? All right, how are you today? I'm fine. It's Tuesday, I think. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to blend together now because, you know, we're doing so much. You know, we're talking to so many people. Yeah. yeah. And how the day is set. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's kind of like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, are you based in, this, in San Jose, or? I live in Cal, but I, uh, I teach in San Jose. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Great. So, yeah, um, I'm glad you could call. You know, we've been you know, working with the census for a while here at the NACP. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we uh, uh, just want to get, you know, to see how you check in with you guys, see how things are going, and whether you can explain a few things, you know, um, especially for people out there who aren't, you know, don't see the connection of why they have to do the census, or uh, what the connection to healthcare is. So we, you know, like just go over that a little bit. So, so my first question is, you can explain to us why do we do the census? Sure. Um, it 
went on live for the first time ever. Um, so it's really exciting to come to the 21st century. And uh, they moved to Shimon this year that March in the middle of March. And we celebrated Census Day on April 1, 2020. But self response can actually go through October 31st, 2020. So everyone is able to respond uh, basically between March and October. Um, originally, the date was the end of July, but due to COVID-19 and all of the different things that have been happening in our communities, uh, sheltering in place, the Southwest Bureau has extended that deadline to October 31st. Yeah, that April 1st date kind of confused some people. So yeah. that, that was just, you know, the start date. That's You, you just want to know, you know, why, why was that date, you know, so important, April 1st? Sure. So April 1st, 2020 is important because it, it, the census is technically a point in time count. So as a point in time count, that means that you get a snapshot of the population on a certain date. Even though you can self-respond online or over the phone or through your paper forms from March to October, the date that you're really supposed to take a look at for who you're living with is on April 1, 2020. So that's just a reference date. That's correct. Okay, because I know some people say, well, I missed it. You know, it was April 1st. I was like, no, I'm trying to explain that to people. No, they just wanted to know who's in your house on April 1st. Yes. And, you know, it's, it's the most important thing is that we get every person counted. So, um, one of the things that some people have asked were, you know, I figured it out right when I got it on March 13th, but, you know, my. My child or my parents moving in with me to the shelter in place on March 25th. What do I do? And you know, our response is we want to make sure that each person gets counted. Um, as long as they weren't counted in their previous locations, folks can folks can uh, submit a second form of the address for the for the uh, people who were living with them on April one. Because yep. the U.S. Census Bureau has its own uh, mechanics on the back end to eliminate duplicates. Okay, yeah, a lot of people said, well, I've gotten several notifications. So, yeah, you're going to get several notifications because they're trying not to miss anybody. Because I, I, I did mine a while ago, and I've just got my third <laughs> notification, so. Okay, yeah. uh, unfortunately, I think you're sure you don't have any control over, you know, the who gets information about the citizenship question. Yeah. 
That was the, that was eliminated, right? That is correct.
is it something that, you know, the, the legislators and the policy makers recognize and they're like, okay, that makes sense. Um, so we want to make sure that each person gets counted. And, and just a reminder that this is a self-response form. So, you know, you can identify yourself on this form how you choose. Yeah, that was a little question I was going to ask because, you know, a lot of, we have a lot of ethnicities here, a lot of new people, and Absolutely. this is, you know, I think the first time they have a space on there where they can put, you know, what their ethnicity is after they put their, they pick their race, uh, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that, that's a great question. Um, so that's something that, you know, I'm not sure what I should put. Um, and our response always is, you know, as a self-response form, you can put on this the way that you want to be identified. So, um, you know, the question, the nice question there is uh, the boxes. So they have categories, but then they also have plates in which you should, you should feel empowered to put uh, oh, something more specific about you that you'd like to share uh, on census because those numbers will be taken into account. Um, they won't disappear. Um, so it is important for people to uh, complete their forms in, in the way that they want to. Um, yeah, I've talked to some immigrant people who, uh, again, put, you know, it says, you know, Latina, but you can also put Honduran. You can also put El Salvadorian. You can put Mexican. If, you know, yes. if it says black or African American, you can put Nigerian, Ethiopian, Somalia. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, 
time when you are when people gather overnight. Um, that does that with COVID nineteen that has changed a little bit. Uh, pre COVID it was uh, you know overnight March thirtieth or thirty first, but now it it hasn't happened yet. Um, so they are evaluating when it is safe to go out into the community and identify a date to do so. Um, but in the meantime, for us, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, all people feel like they can participate. Um, and that includes the unhoused community. So uh, the form itself, if you do not have a census ID, so a lot of folks are like, well, I don't have a census ID, I can't participate. That's not true. So at the bottom, you can click, you know, start questionnaire, when you go online, um, and then at the bottom it says, if I do not have a census ID, click here. You can click there, and then uh, there's an option to say where you normally stay. And it doesn't have to be a specific address. It could be the corner of, you know, cutting in San Pedro, or it could be, say, James Park. Uh, it, it's where you stay normally. Um, so that is also a way that, that the outhouse community can self-respond. They can also call in uh, as well, but um, that, that there is a way to get out of yourself. Great. So how has the response been in the county? The county's response has been going um, well. We are very encouraged by uh, where, where we are today. Uh, their most recent self-response, you know, the most recent self-response numbers show us, you know, that somewhere around 67% of households uh, have responded, which is great. Uh, we appreciate everyone who has participated, but, you know, as one of the hardest account regions in the entire country, we recognize that to get to a complete count, the hard work that we begin to ask because a lot of the folks who participated early and have done it already, uh, you know, their, their, you know, like our typical, it, for a, I guess, in comparison, it would be like those who vote all the time, mm -hmm. right? And now at this point, we are, we are chasing those who are less likely to participate. Um, might have a lot of different priorities on their hands right now, especially during the time of COVID. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're really focusing in on those last couple percentages of folks that, that um, have, have yet to participate. Um, so, you know, our, our community's organization partners have been very helpful. Um, we, the school districts have been great trying to get the, get the word out to folks. Um, but this work will be on mm -hmm. the end of October. Yeah, I had uh, Miguel from your office come out to speak to my students you know, yeah. at lunchtime one time. You know, he did a very good job at that. Yeah, and, you know, we, we were doing a lot of that uh, pre-COVID, uh, talking to a lot of people, making sure that folks knew, knew about census and that they should participate. And one of our target audiences really is students because, um, as we talked about, this really is for all, um, and uh, it is a way to be civically engaged uh, for all people, no matter how young or old you are. So that's why students felt like a natural fit for us, um, because not all of them are 18, but and are eligible to vote. 
But in this way, no matter how old you are, you can get your household behind. So um, that was that's really important for us and what those students have to have, have rather than registered in it because it's something they can actually do um, or help their family do. So uh, we've been we've been very excited about those opportunities. Okay, great. So let's not talk specifically about how does the the federal, state, and county government use the census data to determine money for health care? That's a great question. So uh, the number of people that get counted, there are different, depending on the program, there are different formulas that each, that each program uses. So for example, um, Medi-Cal has its own um, formula. And it's, it's difficult to follow a dollar from D.C. to Santa Clara County. Um, we've been trying, and it's very difficult because they have their own, their own formula for how much money goes to the state. And then the state government, uh, as you know, especially in California, is very supportive of our local communities. Uh, so the state money gets tacked onto that before it comes to Santa Clara County. So um, what happens is, you know, you get the formula from the feds, it goes to the state, and then the state will add additional funding based on, you know, the, the priorities that the state has set out. So that money comes to Santa Clara County in that way. Um, in a lot of healthcare programs, it, it, it's a lot of the Medi-Cal recipients, a lot of Medi-Cal money comes to directly from census. Um, and in the time that we're finding ourselves in right now, um, healthcare and making sure that everyone has healthcare um, will be will be a priority, especially um, as folks are are you know underemployed or not employed uh, coming out of COVID. We want to make sure you know that we get everyone counted so that we get so we get our fair share for the next decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something that uh, the making sure everyone gets counted part, you know, traditionally, uh, you know, minorities, especially black and Latino people have been undercounted. How's the outreach been this year? I know you're working with us at NAACP, uh, and uh, so how's that uh, working out with the, in the, the minority communities? Sure. So, um, we have been working on uh, census for uh, close to two years at this point. Uh, the county engaged in its, in its process starting in 2018, and uh, we've, we've held a, numerous gatherings around census and what's happening and what other people are doing to get their communities counted and how we can support them. Um, but in 2019, a lot of the funding uh, related to community-based organizations went out. So, there are multiple funding sources coming from the state via United Way of Area. Uh, the, the Silicon Valley Community Foundation also put out some philanthropic dollars into the community the census. But we also put out uh, $1.2 million into the community, specifically in Santa Clara County, for census work. Uh, the city of San Jose also put some, some money into census um, through their own grant. Uh, and it's been going well. Uh, obviously, a lot of folks are struggling 
Well, like I said, we're 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 all behind you on this. We're, you know, and he said we want to get people informed. We want to get them counted. We want to get the money because you know healthcare. You know, we need the money for healthcare. And you know, the black, Latino, and you know, and Asian communities have traditionally been neglected in the, the healthcare dollars. So we're pushing to get those that money so we can uh, bridge that gap. So we need to you know, do whatever we can. Like this is this is going to be. Going to our podcast, which goes up on uh, Instagram and uh, our website and on and on Facebook, so people can uh, can hear it. Yeah. And I'm really glad you were able to call me, so we can get this information out to people. Yeah, you know, we're available for questions. Um, you know, we have a lot of materials for support. Uh, we we've been doing some
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching online, so i got to get ready for my next class. So, <laughs> you have a good day. Thank you, you too. Take care. You're welcome. Thank you, Monica, for coming on and giving us that very helpful information about the census. I'd like to apologize for calling you Michelle twice. I don't know why I did that, but uh, I'm so sorry. For those of you out there who are listening, you can participate at the census at my2020census.gov. Go online, fill it out, get counted. Get the county the money it needs to provide excellent health care to our community. And as a treat, here is the audio for those two uh, videos that uh, they recorded with Reverend Moore, Reverend Jethro Moore, our uh, president of the San Jose Silicon Valley NAACP. Here's the first one. My name is Reverend Jethro Moore II. The census is important for our community, for education, for highways and roads, for our right to vote and our representation back in D.C. And it's so important that we get counted this year to keep Santa Clara County the loving place we always wanted to be. So when the census comes, be proactive, get involved, fill it out, tell your friends to fill it out. Those that you don't know, remind them to fill it out. Santa Clara County needs you. We must get counted. And here is the second one. My name is Reverend Jethro Moore II. I want to tell all of my Santa Clara County, all of my people who, who are undocumented, be counted, do not be afraid. Santa Clara County, our leaders and our community will be there to help you and be safe and feel comfortable in this county. We want you to be counted. We want you to have resources. We care for you. We love you and we need you here. And we respect your presence. So stand up. Be counted. We're standing right there with you, and we won't turn our backs. A very quick public service announcement. Even though the governor has said that he would be loosening the lockdown, the pandemic is still going on. So in order to protect yourselves and those around you, please follow the, the CDC recommendations. Wash your hands for 20 seconds frequently. Avoid touching your face. Wipe down surface frequently. Wear a mask or face covering in public. Bring, uh, 
where bringing wear disposable gloves if you have them. Remember to just change them often to avoid carrying germs from one location to another. Also remember to dispose of them properly. Practice social distancing. Try to stay at least six feet away from other people if possible. We've done a remarkable job of flattening the curve. Let's keep it up so that they won't, there won't be a spike in COVID-19 infections and we can avoid preventable deaths. Founded in 1909, the National Association for, for the Advancement of Colored People, NAACP, is the oldest and the most prominent civil rights organization in the United States. We believe that access to quality health care is a basic human right. The work that NAACP does is important. However, there are never enough people and there's never enough funding to get this work done. Please join us or kindly make a donation by going to either our Facebook page, San Jose Silicon Valley NAACP, or to our website, sanjosenaacp.org. Thank you for listening. I'll try my best to keep you updated on the latest information during this pandemic and beyond. This is James A. Staten. Be safe out there and take care.